Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hello and welcome to Loose Units, Loose Ends, a weekly spin-off podcast where Dad and I talk absolute nonsense to keep you going through the week. I'm Paul, that's John, and Dad, last Loose Ends, I'm going to be perfectly honest, we talk mainly about poo, mm. and people's feedback has been surprisingly positive, actually. Mm. Nobody's kind of said, can you please not talk about this at breakfast? People have hopped on the Facebook page, our discussion group, and done nothing but provide anecdotes now given that this is technically a breakfast show do you think it's okay if i um regale you with some of their anecdotes that would be a treat okay. um, <clears throat> because um i love to get feedback and get an overall perspective because um you know we all have different opinions mm-hmm. we all react differently to different situations and foods yes and uh foods. You, and you sound and you sound an ass you sound sick by the way you okay mm. i didn't say ass i said art i know i was making a joke Dad. oh very good joke um paul i'm 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 crook uh, I'm, I'm ill there's a reason behind why i'm ill uh go on okay so i drove 500 kilometers ooh round trip to pick up some beautiful antiques okay that's a big drive and i'd quoted we're talking hefty sum here Mm -hmm. and rookie mistake i'd quoted on these chinese vases they looked big they looked massive when i get to this house they were small there were a few other dramas some of the things it's difficult to quote just with photographs I was presented with a very awkward situation where I had to then renegotiate the quote. Um, so I got back late, fairly late last night. So hang on, how's the cold? So are you feeling okay? Yeah, I've got, I've got, I'm not feeling great. And I was, this was happening, it started yesterday, the cold, but also I've just had knee surgery. Yeah. So it was a, it was a struggle for me to do the job. It was very, very demanding. Yeah, you've been through the wars a little bit, but Dad... You know who else has been through the wars a little bit? Apparently, everybody on our Facebook page, people got in touch after the poo story and basically just started kind of oversharing a little bit. So I don't know if other people's misery makes you feel better by comparison, but would you like me to kind of share some of our listeners' woes? with That'd you? be a treat. Okay, so Katie Stone got in touch and said, Bit ironic yesterday, I listened to the poo episode on the way to work. Then on the way home, all of the Western Sydney trains were delayed as someone decided to defecate on the train, causing it to be evacuated. Uh, I didn't realise... That's a funny word. Funny word to use, evacuated, because it's a double 
you know. Yeah, yeah. I've been on trains before where mm. uh, the train has had to be stopped because of a medical emergency. But as listeners will recall, last week on Loose Ends, we talked about the fact that a flight, a Delta flight from uh, America to, I think, Spain from memory, had to be turned around mid-flight because somebody just uh, shit their dacks out all mm. over the carpet. And it yeah. was pretty unpleasant. But yeah, according to Katie, that happened and it held up the entire Western Sydney train route. So that's not... Right. Um, no, no, but the stench no. is pretty unbearable. Yeah, yeah. Do you, uh, do you ever? No, I won't answer. Why that do question. I get the feeling you're about to ask me something weird? No, 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 I wasn't. <clears throat> Hit me with it. John Edwards said, "Read the poo." I always take a couple of poo stopper tablets when traveling over long hours. Maybe more people should do the same. I, I think it's called a modium, John, and it's not. And that's to him and you, Dad. A modium is uh, like. It's like cement for the bowels. It's not smart because let me tell you something and not to get too graphic at breakfast, but the stuff that's going on in your tum-tum keeps happening and keeps building up. It's like you're cooking a grenade. It's not... <laughs> it's not good. It's not good. Have you ever used uh, any sort of medication to um, delay the moment? <clears throat> Never in my life. But I am one of these people that when I've got to go, I have to go. Yeah. And I'm not joking. I used to do barefoot water skiing. With barefoot water skiing, listeners that have that know about that type of water skiing, uh-huh. is that you have got these straps between your thigh and your knee, and uh-huh. you tighten them up because when you're barefooting, yeah. you're quite often when you start the procedure, you're sitting down for a little while, mm-hmm. and if you did not have those straps on your Wetsuit, your oh, you pull pull the splits or whatever, right? No, your 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 bowel, your rectum, would fill up with water. You would be having a sixty, seventy kilometer an hour enema, mm. and you'd literally. I mean, I've never tested this theory, but I guess you'd fill up to the point where you had a distended stomach. Some people might be sort of think it was immaculate conception. Mm-hmm particularly if you're a male. Sure. And then you'd give birth to, to something quite frightening, which would be very dangerous doing that, for example, on the Hawkesbury River, because you're creating a burly trail for sharks. And they will follow the trail until they find your little freckle just dangling Oops. around in the water. God damn it. And they'll munch down on you. You with me? <sighs> Unfortunately, yes, I am. Yeah, uh, so, I, you know... I don't, think that, I don't think that's how sharks work, honestly. I really don't. You you shared a story with me, and I don't know if you want to share it on the show, but it involved your first day. Oh, yes. When you went for a... Are you, are you comfortable telling this story? Um, yeah, I've, I've got a better story than that, but we'll, we'll, we'll stick with this one, okay? Okay. Um, so I'm sure I've told this story before, but it is related, isn't it? It is related, but I also, again, do you, okay, hang on. If you think you've told the story before, maybe you've told it on stage. Ah, you know yes. what, You know what you could do is you could potentially tell the story you were going to tell just then, but you shelved. But so. I think that the next story is, is far worse. Oh. Um, it's horrendous. And I, I can pretty well guarantee that the listeners, as they're listening to this story unfold, there will be mixed emotions. Some people will... Um, Metaphorically crucify me mm-hmm. for being so insane. 
although insanity would be a defense for what I'm about to tell. Um, this is a bare all true story. Um, am I ashamed of what I did? <laughs> Not really. Okay. Um, but I need to paint the picture. Uh, yeah. I was doing a picture hanging job mm-hmm. in a suburb near Bondi. Parking's terrible. I remember driving into a cul-de-sac. Now, it would have been February, the hottest month in Sydney. It was at least 35 to 40 degrees. It was a it was so hot that the air conditioning was not working properly in my ute. Mm-hmm. I've pulled up to this, what can only be described as a two-story zen minimalist home of some significance worth a lot of money. And I'm just going to, t- I'm just going to tell the story listeners. I'm not going to hold back. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell the story as it happened. Okay. I needed to pass wind in my ute. <laughs> and I, I passed wind, but I, I thought mm-hmm. that I may have actually followed through. Followed through. It was just this yeah. weird, you know, you get that, you get that feeling. Mm-hmm. So what I did, I got my right hand and I uncomfortably sort of sort of arched my thighs, still inside my ute. The ute's off by this stage, no air con, and I'm sort of starting to really swelter. <laughs> and I put my, my, my right hand down the back of my pants <laughs> and I used it like a dipstick <laughs> to check the oil in a car. Oh, God. And when I pulled my finger out, I realized oh. that I'd actually shat myself. <laughs> Dad. No, but hear me out. I oh. look over to my left. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And one of the occupants <laughs> is walking yeah. towards the ute. No. And. You've used your dominant hand to do the dipsticking, presumably, which is the hand you would probably shake with, correct. I guess. Correct. I got out of the ute and yeah. I could feel all sort of. I felt uncomfortable. I wasn't oh. sure. And what had happened was it had gone through my pants. So there was a big wet patch. We can't, we can't, the inside, we can't. the cabin of my ute smelled I like can't. a shit factory. I can't edit. I can't. And you what? I'm, I'm Paul, <laughs> this story gets a lot worse than this. You were correct in saying that she, um, she put her right hand out to shake my hand. Yep. So we shook hands. I mean, no. I couldn't. I couldn't not shake a hand. Did you hang on? Did you? Had you, had you wiped it? No, first? nothing. It's just. It was just. <laughs> you know, it was just. But it was pretty runny. Oh fuck! Anyway, <sighs> Paul, um, this story gets a lot worse. <laughs> Stop she, saying that. No, it does. It's really bad. And this is the point. This, at a certain point in the story, people are just going to go, John. You know what? This is just not cool. But I'm. I'm just going to explain. What happened? We went inside. I went round to my my ute after she'd sort of gone back inside. She left the door open. It turns out that she and her partner, they operate a particular business from upstairs in this beautiful house. Mm-hmm. And it was a significant collection of art, like big, big pieces, a lot of them indigenous, a, a really serious collection. So I managed, I think I had blankets and stuff in the back of my ute, so I'm sort of, 
but I couldn't. It's a, it's a, it's a hot day. I'm in a cul-de-sac, public street. I still had to sort of walk with that slightly squelching sensation, still unaware of what people from behind might be able to see, which turned out to be sort of a fairly large wet patch, the size of sort of an open hand. Oh, God. Because I was wearing the type of pants that had the material that were very absorbent. So they sort of, it was like putting a, a drop of water onto blotting paper, where it's sort of, you can watch it sort of move out, outwards. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I go inside, had had a brief discussion, and I was also thinking, you know, that does this smell? But I was, I was feeling, but I still had a desire. Then I had a desire to go to the toilet as well. <clears throat> so we brief. She goes upstairs. The house is stunning. It's very, very zen. Polished concrete. Mm-hmm. At the bottom of the stairs, imagine coming down the stairs. You can turn left to go into the kitchen. Or you can turn right to go into the living room. Uh-huh. But weirdly, yeah. if you get to the bottom of the stairs and you look straight ahead, like you're at a T intersection, is a glass door, see-through glass, and inside the glass door, for me it was like seeing a pot of gold. I was, I was exhilarated. They're upstairs. They're working. Yeah. I think this, this is an opportunity for me to... Clean up. Clean up. Yep. Slight problem. Yeah. 
It's a glass door. It was sort of a laundry with a guest toilet, but sort of all sort of combined in this one room. But I thought yeah. the glass the glass door was odd. And would render you visible as you I was were totally doing visible. I could actually shameful. sit on the toilet. Mm-hmm. So I've lowered my pants, looked down at this this whatever. Yeah. If I turned to my left, I could see probably ten treads on the stair rises. So I at least would have been able to see the feet coming first. So I was okay. stressed. Yeah. I somehow managed to take my underpants off. And there was no toilet paper. Because I also had to go to the toilet. And I was worried. You know, will they hear things? You know what I'm like with noises and ablutions. And it was just a terrible experience. But, and then I thought, how am I going to, you know, wipe myself? So I, I left the, the soiled underpants on the floor uh-huh. I hoiked my pants up, but not completely up, so they were sort of they were a bit low, low slung. And I then made my way into this beautiful kitchen, stainless steel. It was it was stunning. And I'm looking around for maybe a you know a hand ta- not a hand towel, but you know like a paper towel. And there's just nothing there in time. And I'm thinking, shit, if they walked downstairs and turned left, they would see you doing an oil change. Yeah, not good. No, not good. They'd see my underpants on the floor in the room in front of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so you I really, managed. You really couldn't finish the gig if they caught you. You'd no, but what just... I did, I found yep. a face washer, like a you know a kitchen cloth, wait, draped um... over the you know the tap, mm-hmm. and I wet it. I turned the thing on and, and moistened it up nicely, and I cleaned myself, and then I washed the the cloth, but I put it back on the tap. And I then, I then had to tie my underpants in a knot. I then had to, so I'm freeballing basically for the rest of the hanging job. Christ. And I then went out to the back of my ute and I put my underpants that I tied in a knot in the back of my ute. And they must have just baked. The temperature under that tonneau cover would have been probably 50 degrees Celsius. Because I had nowhere to put the, pant, the my underpants. I couldn't... I was just not thinking. And of course, I was also thinking that these two people are upstairs and they must be thinking, this guy has to be the quietest person in the history of picture hanging. Mm-hmm. When in essence, for 20 minutes, <laughs> I'd done nothing. And that, that's a pretty... That's a pretty messed up story. Um, I'm not sure if I, I probably threw my undies away. Did you finish I, the job? Oh God, yeah. Did you wash your hands? Yeah, I presume so. Did you tell them that no. you had basically potentially given them dysentery no. by shaking with a pooey hand and then... <laughs> the <laughs> it's terrible, isn't it? Here's the problem for me, Dad, is that now anytime, if I was a client... Of yours, well, you know, that's why. the show, yeah. I go, hey, can you wear gloves or... Paul, do I don't do it anymore. I'm, that's just a part of my life that it's why'd you put your fi- Why'd you put your... Hang on. Why'd you put your finger in? To make sure, to see if I'd followed through. But, but, but if you followed through, it would have come out. You mm, don't need to go was, in. That's. I was just sitting. 
Do you right. understand what I'm saying here? If, now, when you say oh, when you say in, do you mean you cross the threshold? Well, I don't, mate. I didn't shove my finger up my date. That's what you made it sound no, like. I just kind of was in that vicinity, and then I realised, of course, that you know it was the worst okay. thing. Okay. Look, it's not. It's not a good thing. I mean. Christine and I were in the city last week, listeners, sitting in a quite salubrious location. This guy walked past and he, he did about a 17-second fart. Okay? Okay. And it's offensive. And it yeah. blew right in our faces. Not cool. But because there are so many people around, I don't think people really care. I think they just, you know, and occasionally, not often, um, you know, these things happen. This is not, this podcast is not, has not gone the way I thought it would. I was going to talk about a guy in Poland mm. who, it's it's a brilliant story, He, but we'll, well maybe talk about it next week. Do it next week. Listen, I've got to keep going with these messages or we're going to run out of time. Cool. Libby, Je- <laughs> Sorry. Libby Jenkins said, honestly hearing about the poo had me laughing. While working in aged care, poo became so normal to myself, but talking about terrible shits, it is quite normal while dying to have a full clean out of bowels. So very surprised that John hasn't been exposed to it more being to many murders, etc. Dad, what do you think of Libby's assertion that mm, when people die? I've been to so many murders. We know about the anal thermometer story yeah. from your first book. Mm-hmm. There was no, there was no, <clears throat> there was just no shit. But you're saying that, that you I have not. Recount- I mean, I have been to ones, you know, like terrible ones, people under trains where the whole body's just, but that's sort of an explosion of everything. So, right. you know, that clearly, you know, that's, it's going to happen, but I no. Look, I, I feel sorry for people that um, you know. Yeah. Imagine being a prisoner in a cell in a police station. For example, when I was at North Sydney, they had the one uh, stainless steel bowl, basically, and there could be twenty people in that room, and you would have to drop your dax and, and lay a steamer. Think about that. I mean, I oh. I, I, I I don't know what I'd do. Well, you just probably put a finger up first to check. Dad, I got one more message because we are seriously not only are we out of time, but the but the toilet is almost overflowing, so we need to finish. Hmm. M said, incapable of working for the remainder of the day, currently throwing out my egg flipper as I cannot look at one ever again without imagining trying to use it to scoop up a runny animal plop. Oh my god, this podcast. Uh, yeah, the egg flip thing really upset me, and actually, I'm a little concerned with Mum's. Um, nonchalance about using a kitchen utensil to I feel really bad that we've taken a true crime podcast and just put it in a toilet but dad have you used the yeah here we go have you used the egg flips since um <clears throat> well it's a stainless steel egg flip uh-huh. which means it's of some value um right. so what can I say Everything's of some. You know what? You know what is of some value. Your dignity, which apparently you don't value at no, all. No, I do have dignity, uh, but I also love to share real life action adventure stories with our <laughs> magnificent crew. Yeah, look, I would argue uh, shitting yourself um, is not really an action adventure story because if it is, then uh, then every daycare center is having action adventure stories to happen. When you children, when you children were were, were babies, mm. and we had something that get ready for this, listeners. It's called a cloth nappy. Do they still have them? Don't know, Dad. Oh, probably not. Mm. And you kids would just poor Christine should be, and I just I'd be behind her dry reaching. 
couldn't couldn't possibly um you know i just it, it's 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 a it's a gag response that is that i have no control over so you know i like to avoid those situations um we had a listener get in touch with me directly also who is an uber driver and i shared the message with you last week and he said that he was delivering a a patient with a very serious illness it was a pretty tragic story and th- 30 minutes into this long trip he was listening to the podcast and it started and he said he burst out he just he completely lost it laughing and he felt bad about that because he was aware that the person in the back of the uber was suffering a high level of trauma from various fronts but he just said he and i, I think i i love watching these videos listeners where they have someone on a train mm-hmm. that it's a plant clearly and they've got cameras hidden but it's laughter is infectious it's beautiful it just makes you feel good so one person starts laughing they might be on a, a telephone conversation and they they're sort of surreptitiously scanning every single person even the most diehard sort of stick in the grass you know just sort of emotionless people every single person because it's contagious laughter it's a beautiful thing and i and i love it and and you know if our stories make people laugh then i think fantastic and also being in the business of true crime and being able to see another side of things it helps us get by yeah honestly if we couldn't laugh we would really struggle to I get wouldn't through do the it. show so no and look i know that i know that sitting here talking about poo seems a bit silly but let me tell you something it takes the edge off the uh the, the onslaught of horror and especially yeah. seeing as how next month next tuesday sorry we will be back with a new episode of loose units looking at a very questionable murder. Mm. Uh, it, it seems like this is maybe the appropriate response to trauma is to talk about pooping yourself. So I think we're going to leave it there, but thank you so much for listening to this. I can't believe we've done two loose ends in a row about about poopies, but thank you for bearing with us. We hope you've had a laugh. We hope you've enjoyed yourselves. Have a great weekend, everybody, and we will see you next week for more Loose Units. Bye, everyone. <clears throat> Cheerio. <laughs>